What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NC That's the Thing, the podcast. And today I am here with Boss Lady, entrepreneur, okay. my good friend, <laughs> <laughs> Sayada. Say, say. That's right. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Just living, maintaining. It's good to see you. It's, been a, see, long it's been a long time. Yes. A long, long time. <laughs> when the last time? Oh, a long time. A long, long time. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get right into it. Tell us about yourself. Um, he already introduced me. My name is Say. Um, I have two businesses now. Um, Toasty Hotspot, which is not too far from here, um, 1305 Lady Street. We sell brunch and lunch all day. And grand opening for a new business is going to be the social experiment. Grand opening September 23rd. Y'all come out and check us out. And yeah, as of right now, that's a little bit, that's a little bit, that's <laughs> enough, that's enough. I'm happy for you though. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. everything you've been you. doing. So tell us about your upbringing. What was that like? Hmm. It ain't been easy. I ain't had everything handed out to me. So I think that would really made me into the woman I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, quick to invest. Um, quick to the money flow. Pretty right. much like. Get well, it out the mud. Yeah, get it out <laughs> the mud. Pretty much get it out the mud. Nothing handed out to me, you know. Just, you know, flipping and turning. Got to get it how you live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who are some of your influences? Oh, you know, I've never thought about that. Really? Uh, you know, I love me some Jada Wade or not. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Jada Wade. Um, but um, I can't really say she influenced me because she handed she had to hand it to her. Um, that's something I need to look into to see. But uh, as of right now, I really don't have anybody that influenced me. Mm-hmm. I kind of say I influence myself to do better. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So I'm fascinated with your business journey, and I want to talk about that. Definitely. At what point did you know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? When I didn't want to work for nobody else. <laughs> when I didn't want to work for nobody else, that was it. Um, I worked at it. When I was in Charleston, I worked at a call center. It was a light company, mm-hmm. and them customers, it was, I couldn't do it. And then I worked for, I was in banking for a good amount of time. Actually, really? before I stopped, before we started Toasty, I actually quit the bank that's right behind us so that I have my old employees come to the restaurant. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it just, you know, um, I've always had a business, but now it's like actually working for yourself is actually working 10 times more. But mm-hmm. now it's just, I don't know. It, it kind of like a, it's like a turn on for me, you know, to see <laughs> me. <laughs> it's like a turn on for myself just to see what I can do and how I can make something out of nothing. Right. Okay. So at one point you had an apparel line, right? Yeah. 1104. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to start with? Apparel. Um, that's another one I was trying trial and error, mm-hmm. seeing what I can do, and you know it went. It was great. Eleven oh four came from my birthday. Me, if I can, my thing is like a logo. If I can create a logo and it looks fire, I can make something out of it. 
And so I was just playing around on the computer and made a fire logo with 1104. And I said, okay, I'm going to put this on some clothes. <laughs> and, you know, people supported yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? That's where it came from. Um, like just, you know, with the clothing brand with 1104, then I started doing boutique-style clothes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you done do something, you done did good, it's like, okay, now on to the next thing. Right. Made the money from it. Made what you um, put into it. All right, time to invest it in something else. Okay. When did you realize that business really was, like, for you? When I started having a lot of people reach out to me about how I'm doing this or can they, can I help you with this or, you know, just reaching out looking for help from me. That mean like I pretty much inspire them or mm-hmm. like they, you know, I, I wouldn't say really influence, but they look up to me to a certain level. Um, but I always like to tell people like it ain't easy. It don't come overnight. Like everything I learned, I learned for myself because I was the one who reached out to people. Guess what? People didn't respond or gave me the answers that I wanted. I was left on red half the time with the answers, the questions I asked. Right. But I don't want to be like that. Like when it comes to starting a restaurant or any type of business, I tell people like I'm busy. I can help you, but that's like a Facetime call, like us meeting up over lunch because it's nothing that it's too much to text. So, you know, it's over 30 minutes if I can give you the juice but the juice ain't gonna come in 30 minutes right you know so it's just like the outpouring of I get a lot of people that reach out a lot of people even if it ain't in it with a restaurant or it just any type of thing now I say I don't mind you know you reaching out but have you done the work right. you know do you, do you got a business plan Definitely. you know what I'm saying that's yeah. my first answer like when somebody <laughs> reach out to me all right, do you got a business plan? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it you're doing? You know, if they can't give me that answer, I mean, why am I going to waste my time and give you some juice and you ain't even got the first step that you need done? Right. You know, so. How can I help you if you didn't help Right, put an initiative. Like, I can't just, do you got pen and paper? You know, <laughs> do you got pen and paper? Like, are you listening? Because what I'm telling you is some, you know, real stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna this is like actually going to help you, but. If you ain't did the research or you know the first step, what's the point of you coming to me? Because when I give you something, I'm going to give you the tea, the juice that you mm. need. Yeah. So what was that first step for you? Which one? With the Toasty Hotspot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Toasty Hotspot, I ain't gonna, it's like stumping grounds. Like That's where I learned pretty much everything. I cried. I lost weight. Like... Toasty been a struggle starting up. And that's why I tell people, like, like I don't get any emotion just talking about it because, like, that literally, like, people don't know all the work, the sacrifice all went into Toasty. But it's good to see that now, like, social media, social media blossom. But the work came from, first, you got to have a lot of stuff when you get a restaurant. It's downtown Columbia. They're going to give you hell. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to eye color, of course, y'all know, um, in this area is not that much of us in this area right. that have a business. The woman that had the spot before me, she had a business for 30 years. She wasn't our kind. So guess what? When I got there, they, was, well, they weren't used to a, a black, you know, a black young owner right. to have that spot. Um, I got a, it was a lot of racial slurs that came through there telling me to shut down. Yeah, like it was rocky starting off, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you know, you know, they just they hate to see, you know, it's crazy to say, but they hate to see, you know, us in that, you know, us in that, in that area, when it's so diverse already. Mm-hmm. But I love them all. 
I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> so how has it been now in this current? Oh, era? it's marvelous. They like the main ones. No complaints. They're going to pay that dollar. They know they're getting. <laughs> they did it again. Seasoned good food. You know what I'm saying? They, they come in here and they spin it. Oh, you got seafood? You know, they're the ones calling the head. Like, all right, what you got this day? What you got this day? You know what I'm saying? No right. complaints. The plank, complaints I get, I ain't even going to say where it come from. <laughs> okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. Uh-oh. From 1104 to the Toasty Hot Spot, what was the pivot like that made you turn from apparel to food and beverage? Okay, so in between that gap, I did beauty. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I, was, uh, I went to aesthetic school, so okay. I'm a licensed esthetician too. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I did lashes for about four years. Yeah, I did lashes for about four years. Then I went to study school. And then I just said, okay, like, I didn't want to do this no more. Mm. Then Toasty got started um, within, I think, two years, a year after that. Um, I always could cook, but I ain't going to lie, Toasty was never in the plan. Like, it just, it just literally happened over, like, I ain't gonna say overnight. I was at work, and I was on the computer looking up little office buildings that I could bring something to mm-hmm. to get off these people's clock. Like, <laughs> I was just over it. Like, and I um searching online, and I actually met with a um an actual broker, and he was, we went through the spot. I said, dang, I can turn this little something into something. A little small little shape. Yeah. I said, I could turn this spot into something. And literally, I went home. This is like I said, I got to have a logo to, like, put a vision to it. Mm-hmm. I went home, started writing down names, several names. Like, two days or three days went by. Then I was playing with the design on Canva. You know, that's like a yeah. best thing. <laughs> on Canva, playing with the design. I'm like, okay, toasty hot spot. Breakfast, toasty, toasty, hot you know, toasty hot. You know, they put a little light sign on it, <laughs> play with the logo, and I finally made one. I sent it to a couple of friends and asked them how they like it, and it was a go. After that, I wanted to just brainstorming, and I mean, old fashioned, I'm pen and paper. Mm-hmm. I gotta have it on pen. I use my phone too, but pen and paper pretty much like a hard stone for me. I can always go back in three months down the line. This is what I wrote down, but right. I done changed up like ten times. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Yeah, Toasty never been to picture, but it's a blessing to see how far I came. Made two years in May. Yeah, May twenty second. Yeah, look at that's you. my birthday. <laughs> 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 okay, so when you were opening up the Toasty Hot Spot, did you have any fears? Like, were you doubting or oh. anything? Well. No, because we already received so much feedback mm-hmm. before we was even open. Like the news outlets was calling us. Like we went on every news article, interview with pretty much almost all the news companies in Colombia. Um, the promo, not even a promo. It was just like I ain't gonna lie. The support from the low country had us. Like, seemed like. The low country pulled up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, after that, then, of course, TikTok, everybody who done visited the TikTok, you know, Instagram, Facebook, social media is pretty much your stepping stone 
you know, that first good impression gonna always leave a good impression on all. So it was like it kind of didn't. If I had fear, that knocked it out the window. Like mm-hmm. once that happened, now with this new spot, it is you know like <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of got some fear just because it's something new, something different. But I it's you know I just want people to see like what I, like what I wrote down and like kind of like what it's coming to now. Right. If that makes sense. So bringing it to life. Yeah, cause I mean. Yeah, definitely bring it to life. Because with the, the little small little snippets that we did, like, I'm like, wow. You know, that amazes me. Like, dang, we really, I literally just wrote this on paper, like, five months ago. Yeah. And, like, wow. Like, we really about to have a grand opening now, so. So, with the Toasty Hot Spot, you were running everything by yourself, like, at one point. What, or how did it, how did you know that it was time to, like, hire a staff? Well, at the beginning, me and Eli, my boyfriend, we was in there, and um, we always had staff. So we had we started off with it was me myself because I put myself pretty much as head cook. I had two staff members and myself mm-hmm. at that time. I probably needed a fourth person, but at that time, like the load was pretty much we carried the load. We was busy and it was busy and all, but. Um, that was my stepping stone was where I learned that when I start a new business, I need to hire as if I'm not in the building. Right. So the first business where I learned, learned how to manage the business because with me being in there, I learned all aspects of the business. The restaurant owners these days, they can't, you know, they probably don't even know how to process a POS system, you know what I'm saying, right. or something like that. I, I can get on my employees at any point because guess what? If you leave today, I can still step in and do the front end, the back end, inventory. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't work all cycles of my establishment. I know if something go wrong, I know how to fix it. Something, you know, leaking, something doing this, I already know what's the cause of it. You know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. answer any question that occur in the business. But stepping out of it, it just pretty much I want to, like, I'll never set myself in to be somewhere, like, for a long time. Of course, a long time. A good time, but not a long time, if that makes sense. Right. So, like, as we was growing, you know, I want to grow as well. So I want to put other people in a position where I was at to see what you can do so you can learn it just in case you want to venture out and get something of your own. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got now. Like, my employees now, I love them. They do their thing. You know, I'm a cool boss. <laughs> Shoot, me and Eli, we a cool boss. You know what I'm saying? My employees love me, love us. So... I mean, they always know, like, it's pretty much, I tell them to run it as if it's theirs, right. you know? Like, when I come in the building, I'm an employee of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I show me, it. you know, yeah. like, show me that you're doing, like, you demanding stuff around here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show me that you're taking care of my business. You, you know, know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Show me that you know what you're doing. All right, say, you coming in here, I need you to pack bread up. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me what. So I see that that's what you're doing I'm not in the building. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell them, I don't mind you manhandling me. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? That lets me know that you're taking care of my business. That's good. Okay, so what's the biggest challenge with operating a restaurant? You got them slow days. days. (laughs) (laughs) You got them slow days and slow weeks and slow months. But as a business owner, you know, sales going to be slow. Sales going to be high. You may make you may do good one day, the next two days, you know, gonna be slow. 
you just got to prepare to take a loss. You got to make sure you're making money, you're putting it up. My thing is, guess what? Equipment can go down one day, the next day. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just got to be prepared to, you know, you got to be prepared to take a loss. Like, every business, you got a loss. You ain't taking no losses. Like, you doing damn good. You doing <laughs> damn good. If you ain't taking no loss, you doing damn good. But I just prepare myself for a loss, like, um, with anything, pretty much. So have you taken any losses? Yeah. When it's cold, people don't want to come out the house. <laughs> <laughs> when it's cold, nobody want to come out the house. Like that's like the main thing. Like sometimes, like when school out, like it's a loss in our sales. Just mm-hmm. because like we have a lot of college students that come through. Um, of course we are downtown, so it's a lot of college students. Of course, like teachers who like working like parts, you know. So I mean, during that time, like of course we take a loss. Our sales go low. Um. One thing for DoorDash, appreciate DoorDash. DoorDash, like, <laughs> come through. DoorDash clutch. So, you know, that pulls through, you know, help us out on, you know, that extra income that comes in. But now it's like I pretty much know. So during the high season when we, you know, got high sales, guess what? Go ahead and put that to the side. Guess what? we already know time winter come. It's going to be slow time. You know, of course, right. we cut hours or whatnot. But, you know, I know everybody needs these days everything's so high so we try not to do that so we try to make different ways that everybody can still make money that's one thing with my employees like yeah no i gotta cut your hours but if you want to clean up or something like that you can still stay on the clock you know what i'm saying (laughs) like you my thing is with us we you take care of us we take care of you right that's pretty much our little motto so how do you come back from those losses get creative you see the little specials that we be doing. I just be getting creative, like, shoot, let me throw this on the menu. You know, let me whip up this and see how it turn out. You know, just creating right. different things and see how social media take it, pretty honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's either you don't like it or you're not, you know? But for the most part, the specials, they like them. So mm-hmm. I say it's all about your marketing, your presentation, and, of course, they got to taste good. Right, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. You can't you can't put it out on social media and they come in and get it and it don't uh-uh. look like no, it, it don't taste look, like right. what it, it, like. like it looks like. See, no, uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> My thing is, I love constructive criticism. Like, let me know, let me know. But the customs we got, they gonna let me know. No, mm. no employees ain't acting up. They gonna let me know. Right. I call them little snitches, but <laughs> 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 but hey, they be honest. I love it though. So have you had any like bad reviews? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, to be honest, I just got on my staff to be honest because my Google reviews went down for a month. I'm like, oh no. But I kind of fault myself for that as well. But then again, I don't fault myself because just like I said, the staff we bring in there is staff that we expect to be able to maintain things mm-hmm. if we're not in the building. So right. I fault myself just because. I wasn't there trying to get situated with social, but it's still on the employees as well because what are you not doing? You know what I'm saying? What are you not doing? Why is this a problem? Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, we actually had a viral um, bad review, but it wasn't a bad review. It was a, I'd say clout pretty much because, I mean, we was packed out that day. I don't know. You may remember um, this like we had the Rotel and shrimp, the fried Rotel with the shrimp. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. Rotel, mind you, now we was 
packed out like buku's that day, like lying out the door that mm. day. And we sold probably over like fifty. I mean, sixty to seventy-five orders of that. We had people, customers that ate in the inside. You know, I was working the counter that day, so I took the lady transaction. I'm the one who pretty much managed all the orders that day, right. as in checking them in, checking them out, making sure everybody got what they had. Me, I'ma eat my food before I sell it. I'ma mm-hmm. make it, but I'ma make it a week or two ahead of time to make sure the recipe right, and right. then I'ma make it in a boat before it's even sold. So the thing is, like, first thing, you know, I eliminate five dollars. You buy seven lemonades, you already at thirty five dollars before yeah. you even order some. So, the shrimp rotel, it was you got five large shrimp. With with the Doritos and the Rotel, mm. twelve dollars. So you order six of those, and you got five lemonades. You already at a hundred dollars half. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's number one. That's number one. Before we get to the math, but she pretty much put on there. Mind you now, if I eat Rotel, if I buy Rotel from your restaurant and I go home, I got it wrapped up, and I go home and take a picture. It's not gonna look. It's, yeah. it's not gonna look. The it's same gonna be way, right. It's not gonna look the same way how we post it on our social media. <laughs> That's understandable. Right? You know, Rotel is not an appealing dish. You know. So she posted the picture and whatnot. I was like, "Dang, that shit look a hot mess." I said that myself. You know, but I'm like, Rotel ain't nothing good looking. You know? <laughs> but my thing is that you can't say it was nasty. You, right. You. That's number one. You can't. <laughs> the picture was ugly now. <laughs> That's the one thing I can say, but you can't say it was nasty. So she basically complained about her bill, and she posted the picture of the hotel. It didn't say it was nasty. It just said it didn't look like the picture, and the bill was high. You bought five. You bought seven lemonades at five dollars, thirty-five dollars. You bought six hotels, six times twelve. I mean, you mm-hmm. already pretty much at a hundred dollars. You didn't look at the menu. You came in. You seen people got lemonade containers. So yes, yeah, so y'all, I want six of those. You didn't ask how much those cost. I told you your balance at checkout. You was fine with it. So my thing is me, you email me, you message me, say, dang, um, I came in such and such and such. You know, I you know, I really didn't like the dish. I'm cool with that. My thing is you honest with me, guess what? The way we make cook our food is not what you made used to. At least you was right. honest and gave me your opinion. All I don't guess what I quickly refund your money in a heartbeat. But one thing you can't say it was nasty because I had what fifty to seventy five people and returning customers came back and you know me how was your dish you was in here yesterday everything was good no complaints but these the same people that come in on a regular mm-hmm. you just bought somebody just bought forty or fifty dollars worth of food at my restaurant and they back the next day I don't see where the complaint or where the food is nasty from right. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that was a I mean that one was like but. Shoot, she didn't really didn't do no bad because I mean her bad review turned into positive because we was flooded. She she brought the crowd to toast. Like she, <laughs> so she, she helped you out. <laughs> she helped me out. Like she helped me out. But I mean, just like I said, like my thing is what. Well, pretty much everybody know now. Like just message me, call the business. I mean, you didn't like it, you don't like it. My thing is, I want to know that because I want to know okay what went wrong. You right. know. I know when I, you know, when it was prepared, everything was good. But what happened between when you got your order and when it was prepared? You know what I'm saying? Like that's my main mm-hmm. thing. Should I? Just like I say, we take the money, but guess what? We quickly give it back. 
but one thing we don't play about is the food. Like one thing you can't <laughs> complain about is the food. So if it's a complaint about the food, then that's a problem. Right. You know, and that got to be handled. Definitely. All right. So how do you balance your work and personal life? Man, I ain't even got no personal <laughs> life no more. I try to. The thing is with me, like, I really can't. I be trying, like, people want to invite me to stuff. It's kind of, I be wanting to, but it's kind of hard. I'm a, I'm pretty sorry. I'm last minute. Mm -hmm. Like, but I kind of, like, need to get out of that because I start, I need to, like, actually go ahead and start doing planning stuff. It just like I be scared of plans because I'm looking at workaholic. Like I can't stay away from the business. As you should. Right, but <laughs> I'm losing. <laughs> like when I do get to do something, like it's like last minute, like like last minute type stuff. All right, well, well, then they did something. I always go to Charlotte. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like last minute, but I kind of hate being that because like you know friends be wanting to invite you, like put you in there, and like oh dang, I don't know, I had to let you know closer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. It, you know, I, like, I think about that a lot because I miss out on, you know, times with, like, friends and stuff like that. But I really don't have personal. Like, when I come home, I'm trying to do a flyer. I'm trying to post on social media. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, making sure DoorDash right, adding a new special on DoorDash. Or, you know, like, it. I'm trying to balance it. Like adding people in so they can like help out with it, but it's like I just tried to add people to help me like with my marketing, but nobody could get a flyer right for me. You know, right. I asked for a flyer for a grand opening. Nobody put up a decent flyer. I ended up making it myself. So you know, it's like mm -hmm. I know how I want this stuff. So it's like you feel like you got to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, I just and it's simple. It's not. I ain't hard to do. You know, I might <laughs> explain it a little hard, but. I know it's very simple, very simple. But we are gonna find you some balance. <laughs> we gonna find. <laughs> we gonna get you the right team and everything. Yes, just somebody who can do some so like post on social media, make the flyers. I mean, just look at. I can show you my little canvas, share you my stuff, and just go by, just duplicate my template, you know, and just be creative for that. So y'all hear that? You got a job, job posting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Social media content creators, any of that, hit me up. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so tell us case. about the new business. All right, so <laughs> I'm saying this the first, this the first adult laboratory for adults only in South Carolina, because I research ain't none in South Carolina, but mm -hmm. what's coming up. On September twenty-third. And when I say it's adults only because it is twenty-one or older, um, we have packages you have to book before you can come in. Because we do go by reservations and capacity. Um, it's literally like a lit environment. You get drinks, like it's pretty much like game night, but you with strangers, friends and family. The right. social experiment, you hit a socialize, gather and also do experiments. Like we actually gonna do real life experiments. And really? Yeah, yeah. You get a little lab coat. So, like, coat. do you make your own drinks and stuff? Thursday. So, we got different packages. So, we open Thursday through Sunday. Thursday, like, happy hour social is 12 to 5. During that time, you um still get the regular um items included, which is a lab coat, safety goggles, gloves, all of that to give you the laboratory look. Right. Um, but you get to, during that time, it's 
I would compare it to a sip and paint just so you can kind of like get the concept. Okay. But you get to do DIY crafts. Like you can build, um, create your own coasters, um, chunky yarn art. You can do marble, acrylic marble painting. Okay. And you also can do plaster marble art. So pretty much like modern art that you get to do from 12 to 5. Now, after hours, like on Thursday, we have uh, mixing with mixology. Mm-hmm. So you still get to do any of those projects. But you get to make you a 32-ounce drink with the bartenders. Oh, wow. That's lit. Yeah. So <laughs> so you get to still do that craft, and you also get to make your own mixology with the bar. So you get a 32 ounces is a, is a, a good amount yeah. of drink. You get to make that with the bar and have that while you're creating your own craft. Um, we do have um, one of my good friends, Savannah Walker. She um, pretty much bought her um, created a new business. It's called Botanical Smoke. So we do got hookah. Okay. So you got hookah, you got drinks. And when we say adult only, because our drinks, it deals with sex. Like the topic, <laughs> like the drink names, we got a Trojan Ultra Thin, we got a Fucker Uffa, we got a Porn Star, we got a Pink Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like really lit. Like, it's 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 really like going to be an experience, something new to Columbia that I'm really happy about. Um, kind of wanting the people like to see exactly like we offer a lot for you to get. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like when like Friday nights and Saturday nights is where we actually do like the live experiments. So okay. Friday and Saturday nights, and if, on Sundays we do brunch. So we're gonna do brunches on Sundays. That's gonna be lit too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm like. I'm excited. Soft openings tomorrow. Have our first people coming in just to do a little trial. See how things going to mm-hmm. go. It's going to go good. Yeah. Indeed. I'm just nervous. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, I just whoa. really happened then. Yeah. Fast. Fast. It's going to be good, though. Yeah. It's going to be real. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. And... <laughs> <laughs> Because I wouldn't be myself if I didn't get a little nasty, okay? Okay. So we're going to play a oh little Lord. game. <laughs> oh, Lord. This game I like to call Hot Shit. Okay. I'm going to ask you three questions, and you just answer them <laughs> honestly and truthfully. Okay, Hot Shit, right? Hot Shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so verbal or nonverbal? I'm very verbal. You verbal? Mm-hmm. You give me that. <laughs> I'm very verbal. <laughs> okay, quickie or long sex? Mm, it depends on the mood, baby. It depends on the mood, baby. It depends on the mood. It depends on you mean long. Mm-mm. I'm a quickie. I'm gonna say quickie is thirty minutes for me. So I'm gonna stick. That's yeah. a quickie for you. Thirty minutes. I mean, cause you say long, like ain't a past no hour. I ain't doing a past no hour. Yeah, that's what I would consider. Yeah, yeah. see, so that was a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last but not least, spit or swallow. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Damn, I said spit or swallow. Okay. Mm. <laughs> So we about to wrap it up, but before we do, what's next for Say All the Williams? The social experiment. Y'all got to come see that. 
that's the next move in Columbia. You don't like going out, hanging out at the bar. Come to the social. Come to social. We'll get you right. You'll be at home before 12 o'clock. We lock doors at 11. So together. <laughs> you got good enough time to be home, get a drink, feel good, and in the bed. I know that's right. I'll go to your after house spot. <laughs> All right. Where can people find you on social media? Facebook, Instagram. And we just got TikTok. So, yeah, y'all follow us on TikTok. Because TikTok ain't really budging. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. I will be at the grand opening. Yeah, it's a situation. I'm going to be there. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of NC That's The Thing, the podcast. Remember, I am your host, Darren. And until next time, we'll see you later.